Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. I'm so glad you're here today sharing this space with me. Thank you for supporting the show by listening, and so many of you have passed the show along to others and sharing it on social media, um, even just leaving a review from the platform that you're listening to. Thank you for doing that. And a special thank you to those of you who have monetarily supported the podcast through your monthly support. And if any of you are finding value and want to contribute, use the support this podcast link under the episode description from the platform that you're listening to. And from there, you can support this podcast with 99 cents a month, $5 a month, anything like that. And anything at all helps me to keep this podcast going with a new episode every week. So again, thank you so much to those of you who have supported the podcast in any of those ways. So let's get started with today's topic, which is meta emotions and how they can really screw us up on so many levels of our lives, including creating new healthy habits that we're trying to create, including anyone out there trying to lose weight, which is most of you if you're listening to this. But meta emotions also screw us up in regards to our relationships with ourselves, relationships with others, um, all kinds of of, uh, issues within our lives. So take a listen to learn about meta-emotions and what we're going to do with them in order to help you become more successful with dropping weight and keeping it off for good. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. Meta emotions are when we have emotions or feelings about the emotions or feelings we are already experiencing. So in the clinical setting, we call them secondary emotions. So the emotions that we might initially experience due to a thought that pops up or a thought we have about an experience or a situation are called our primary emotions. 
Secondary or meta emotions are the feelings, emotions we experience about having the primary emotion. So for example, you feel angry when a car cuts you off in traffic, and then you start to feel guilty about feeling angry because, I don't know, something like, I don't want to be that person who gets pissed in traffic, right? So the initial anger you feel is your primary emotion. The guilt you feel for feeling angry is the meta emotion or the secondary emotion. And understanding your meta emotions, how you feel about your feelings can make a huge difference, huge difference in your ability to follow through on behaviors you really want to follow through on. Not to mention your ability to form a strong, healthy relationship with yourself as well as with others. So we're going to get into how to identify your meta emotions and then what to do to shift them to a place where you are going to find it so much easier to follow through on the behaviors you really want to be following through on, like sticking to your healthy habits plan to drop the weight for good, so getting your results. Um, and if you want to look at this in regards to relationship, how working through these this meta emotion thing and learning to shift them really helps to treat yourself as well as others in a way that builds healthy resilient relationships with yourself and with other people in your life. So we know from research, and I'm, I'm talking from a paper published from the National Institute of Mental Health titled The Concept of Meta-Emotion. What, what, what is there to learn from research on, metaco- on metacognition? Um, and this was by Norman and Fumes. And they compiled a large number of research studies done on meta-emotion and analyzed the data coming, and they came to this conclusion. I'm just going to read it here. Meta-emotions are considered a predictor of well-being and mental health, as well as a predictor of a person's ability to follow through on behaviors they want to be engaging in. It's also a predictor of the health of our relationships. Okay, so how do these meta-emotions influence so much of our lives? And it's actually pretty simple when we break it down. Primary emotions. Emotions are feelings that we immediately experience due to a thought we have randomly or coming from a habit thought the brain likes to just repeat because it's in that habit pattern or a thought we have due to the circumstance that's happening around us. Those primary emotions happen because that is ha- that is how uh, we as humans are designed, right? Primary emotions happen because we are emotional human beings. It is simply just how we work. So emotions are reactions that have those little chemical cocktails attached to them and create sensations throughout our body. And when we have a primary emotion, whether we label it as negative, neutral, or positive, it's all how it is supposed to happen. It is how we work as human beings. So we can experience any kind of primary emotion and build the skills to process and move through that emotion and then move on. So my point is these primary emotions are in some way not really controllable, right? Um, We can control them in some ways, like maybe by working on new ways of thinking. So by thought work, we can help to cultivate new ones or, you know, there's another way around to create 
um, different emotions or cultivate emotions. I don't talk about it a lot, but definitely by engaging in specific behaviors that can also bring up uh, different feelings and emotions. But we can't directly control an emotion or feeling. I always talk about they're like waves in the ocean, right? Emotions are just going to roll in and roll out, roll in and roll out. You, you can't stop the waves of the ocean. So we can feel the emotion and often many of us will choose to suppress or repress it if we're in the habit of that. And as I'm sure you all know, by the way, not healthy. It will appear eventually with a vengeance, but this isn't really controlling it. You know, when we're suppressing or repressing it, it's more, um, it, well, it's not, we may think we're controlling it, but we're not really because it always comes back more severe, more extreme. You know, it will find a way to offload its energy because remember emotions with those chemical cocktails, this is all about, um, that, that energy within our bodies and often through, you know, when we, when we suppress or it's building up, it will often come out through outbursts of anger, um, it will often come out through behavioral self-soothing, like uh, for our purposes here, many of us like overeating. And often it will come out in physical symptoms ev eventually in our body. And we can get really sick when we suppress, physically very sick when we suppress or repress emotions. Okay, so bottom line, primary emotions are normal. They are healthy, even if you don't like to feel them, right? It is how it's supposed to be. It is how we work as human be beings. Our emotions are important. They're signals to us as humans, and, and we really do need them to survive. But meta-emotions or secondary emotions are a problem because when we have a feeling, and um, the most often experienced meta-emotion, by the way, is guilt. So I'm going to use that as an example. When we have a feeling like anger or sadness or shame or happiness or joy, and then we dump a meta-emotion like guilt on top of the primary emotion, we have just created a huge emotional energy problem. We are now guilty about the uncontrollable, normal, healthy emotion we just happened to experience. And then when we feel guilty about that emotional experience that we have no control over, remember primary emotions, again, just like waves, they are always going to roll in and out, roll in and out through our entire lives. So when we have guilt or another secondary emotion about an experience we can't control, we create struggle, okay? So meta emotions create struggle and struggle creates so much tension, in the body and icky sensations in our body. And when we carry tension in our body, our brain interprets that as threat and will flip on our sympathetic nervous system. And many of you who listen to this podcast know what happens then. More tension, more stressed out thinking, more icky feelings, more anxiety. And now the brain is going to want to soothe us, okay? Because we're in fight or flight, it thinks we're in danger. So the brain wants to soothe us, to protect us. So what does it do? Well, for those of us who use food to self-soothe, it is going to throw up all kinds of very strong urges to eat. So over time, this process will really add up to lots and lots of overeating. Whether you know you're overeating or not, whether you're conscious of that, it creates the whole emotional eating scenario, creating less ability to lose weight, often gaining weight, if that's really the bottom line process, 
of how meta emotion can really influence our physical weight. Okay, so let's move into just another category here because I think it's important. How do meta emotions influence our relationships with ourselves? When we experience meta emotion, feeling about our feelings, having a feeling about what we're feeling, again, the overall process creates that struggle, like I just described. So if I'm trying to build a healthy relationship with myself, which again, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you understand why we really need that healthy relationship with ourselves. We need that trust and integrity with ourselves in order to follow through on any behaviors we really want to be following through on to get to our goals or to get our results in life. So if I'm always in struggle, against myself. I'm always experiencing struggle against myself. I'm always feeling guilty for feeling my primary feelings that come and go forever and always without my control, then I'm often going to be in struggle in my day-to-day life. In my mind, emotions and body. I am literally struggling against the very essence of who I am. A human who like every single human experiences feelings and emotions. This is literally a no-win game. So feeling guilty for feeling sad, anger, shame, joy, contentment, peace is literally, literally self-sabotaging yourself from ever finding peace, from ever being able to stick to behaviors you want to stick to. And what does this do for your relationship with yourself? It keeps you in a perpetual unhealthy relationship with yourself where you create this self-sabotage cycle of not following through on the behaviors you really want to be following through on in order to get to your results in life. So if you do this, you have a lot of meta emotions and often it will be guilt, but it could be any other negative emotion that comes after a primary emotion you happen to be experiencing because you're a human. You you would really want to do some work on just allowing your primary emotions to be there. We just allow them to be there, knowing they're going to come and go like waves, knowing that we can learn a different way to stand in the ocean as they come so that they maybe don't overtake us all the time, right? We can learn new ways of uh, figuring out how to process emotions, our primary emotions, and let them move through us um, and offload their energies so that we're not trying to repress or suppress all of that. And then it's coming out in these these poor ways. We can... We can learn how to process those primary emotions. Um, You just really, we want to do the work of recognizing we need to allow those primary emotions to be there. And when we do that, that moves us away from those meta emotions of whether it's guilt about how you're feeling or anger about how you happen to be feeling, really recognizing you are human and emotions are part of the human experience. Okay, so now I want you to hear me very clearly. I am not saying that when you experience the primary emotion of anger, for example, that it's okay to react in an awful way just because you feel angry. I mean that we recognize it's normal and okay to feel any feeling. It's not okay to react in harmful ways because of our emotions. That gets us into the importance of emotional regulation, which is a skill we can build. But we can feel all our primary feelings and offload, or another word for that, like I talked about before, is to process them in healthy ways without reacting to them in harmful ways. So you can learn to allow 
and really feel and process all your primary emotions without reacting in ways like trying to suppress or erase them or like um, overreacting by, by overeating or over drinking or without reacting in ways that harm relationships like screaming or getting physical when we're angry. So this is about allowing, allowing all of our primary feelings and emotions to simply be there to really recognize them as signals to what is going on in our thoughts, our circumstance. When, when we practice allowing our primary emotions without dumping secondary or meta emotions on top of them, we drop the struggle. So even if it's an emotion we don't like to feel, when we start practicing allowing all our emotions and feeling them and processing them with whatever strategy, whatever processing strategy is healthiest for you or works for you, and there are many to choose from and try out, then we're no longer going to experience that meta emotion or the secondary emotions. And once you practice this and are in this space more and more with just your primary emotions, you will find that tension is so much less in the body you will be in a more overall peaceful or relaxed state of being more often. And these things alone lead to less overeating behaviors. You also find you have way less urges to overeat or to go to any other unhelpful self-soothing behaviors. As you're kind of learning to allow and feel and process all your feelings, this gives you a sense of confidence. You're no longer afraid or unwilling to feel your difficult emotions. And for so many of you out there who dump guilt or fear on top of joy, you know, you feel happier joy and then the meta emotion of fear comes in. Oh no, when's the other shoe going to drop? I'm feeling happy. So now something bad will happen or I shouldn't be feeling happy when there's so much pain in the world. For those of you who are in this pattern, I cannot stress enough the importance of doing this work for you to learn the skill of how to feel joy or happiness or contentment without then dumping guilt or fear on top of this. This will change your emotional world and it will change your life, your body. I've seen it happen with my clients time and time again. I've experienced it myself. So to allow joy and happiness is a gift that changes lives. So this week, if you've identified that your meta emotions are an issue for you, that they're holding you back from the body you want to be in, from the relationships you want, from the life you want, then really start to practice the skill of allowing all your feelings and choose a strategy to process them as you experience them. Over time, this will change your body, your relationships, and your life. Thank you for listening. I hope you found something valuable from this episode. I hope you have a wonderful week and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com, Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N, and get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services.